Welcome into this edition of Road Trippin'. We're back. Channing, you're clear. I can see you. Wow. Yeah, well, my internet is the best out of all of this. It's crazy. It's wired internet. You guys are on the... So Look at Richard's little blingy wrist. Where are you going, Richard? Yep. And that's the thing. It's not real, Channing. That's why I'm just like... Did you have Swifty? Did you go to Taylor Swift? No, no, no. The Soho Yoga Women's made a bunch of bracelets uh, because they knew we were about to win it all. Oh, you guys out there doing that EDM stuff, huh? You out there exchanging. Plurring? No, no, this was purely for the Soho women. What is plurring? (laughs) Allie, please tell me about the plurring. I didn't know that was a name for it. I will say this. Love, unity, and respect. Taylor Swift was was playing for like five or six days at SoFi Stadium. So the whole town in Los Angeles has all been Taylor Swift for like five days. Did you read the article about how she is boosting the actual economy? Which is crazy to think. You're talking about billions of dollars follow Taylor Swift. Like. For each town, it's hundreds of millions of dollars. She sold out a football stadium five nights in a row, played four hours each night, and the tickets were the hardest thing to come by in L.A. The stadium for five days where the Rams and the Super Bowl was. Like, that shit is... And she's doing that in every town she goes to. That is... Good for her. Good, Good for... Great for her. Her concert yeah. was great. I don't. I. I tell. I couldn't. I couldn't sing one song of hers from start to finish. Um, that. That's wait, all. Wait. Got. Wait. Wait. Ever. 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 <laughs> gonna laugh forever. <laughs> I got three girls, so you know. Listen, they be say. bumping Taylor. <laughs> that's fair. I got two boys. Next thing you know, I'll be. Hey, there are both men and women bumping to Taylor. There is nothing wrong with having two boys. They appreciate Taylor. You know, listen, listen, um, okay. Let's get on to uh, finishing up Truth or Trash. That was actually okay. really fun. Yes. And we've got uh, six more to go. But before we do, I do want to get to this Rick Barry and his rant. So I'm going to give it to you guys so you can properly assess and we don't get caught chopping anything out of the ordinary. Okay. So here was Rick Barry, his era versus today's. This generation get very, very disrespectful. When it comes to, you know, that era. And they always say, like, oh, well, Wilt Chamberlain, even if he did put up 100, it was against plumbers. But what do you have, have to say No, about please, that? the plumbers. Are you kidding me? They had so many great centers back in those. They hardly have centers. The guys that are centers now, they're not centers. I mean, they play on the wing. They're all wanting to shoot three-point shots. I mean, they don't block shots. They don't protect the rim. It's a different game. People don't understand. I've had many people say, well, Rick, you know, you guys wouldn't be able to play with these guys today. I said, okay, what drugs are you on? Okay, because you got a problem. Because if you really understood the game and you really knew what the difference was between when we played and the guys playing here, we had nothing to help us. I didn't have an agility coach. I didn't have a dietitian. I didn't travel on charter planes so that we could get a good night's sleep and get to the next city and have a nice day. We drove ourselves around in rental cars. I mean, we had $8 a day per diem. These guys get you know, charted food on their planes. We didn't have whirlpools and we didn't have saunas and we didn't have masseuses and and we didn't have any of that. If I played today, I would be faster. And I was pretty fast, okay, and quick. I'd be faster, stronger, quicker, more endurance, jump higher. I would be so much better a basketball player because I had none of those things available to me. It's absolutely crazy how much better the guys that I played with, the Oscar Robertsons, the Jerry West, all of us, as good as we were, would be even greater 
playing today. Wow. Thoughts? Facts. I don't think that's a rant. I mean, that's it a, is facts. That's, that's facts. That's just true. That's why I was so anti-shortening the season. And I've said it so many times. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was sitting, you know, business class at seven foot. Right. And again, let's be honest, like the planes in 1970s and 60s were not the same as they are today. That's you know, why I smoke cigarettes it. on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like, smoke yo, the what heaters. these guys were having to deal with. Look, there were towns that Bill Russell couldn't even go and stay in the black members of the Celtics team. They couldn't even stay in certain hotels like it is it. I feel bad for JJ because JJ started. I won't say he started it, but he definitely brought this conversation up about the plumbers. But yes, they didn't get paid a lot of money. There were other guys, and it wasn't just basketball. It was the NFL, right? It was other sports where guys had to have second jobs in the offseason because they weren't making a ton of money. Um, shoot, Bob Pettit, uh, who was a monster, he said he retired to go become an accountant, and this man averaged like 25 points a game for 10 <laughs> straight years. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to go a different go a different route. Shoot, Bill Bradley, I think, only played, was it the home games? Right, only played the home games for a while because I feel like he was finishing school. Don't quote me on all of this stuff, but there's some accuracy there. My point is this, the players today have it exponentially easier. Now, is the game bigger? Yes. But the players have it so much easier because of the work that those guys put in. And Bradley is not lying. Oscar Robertson would have been faster. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain would have been faster. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would have been in better shape. All of these things are true because they didn't have the dietitians. They didn't have all of these things. There are... 25 things that the players have today that put them in a better position than the players did. At least 25. Normatex, game readies, masseuse. They're like, even when I came into the league, Channing, you came into the league in 04. What the players had in 04, 01 to what they had on your exit, we couldn't get breakfast for us. We would like guys were on subway cards, like little rookies that didn't have any money. They were doing like getting like their subway. I'll get like Jason Capono was like eating subway. Finally, they started having like breakfast for kids for, for the team after all of that is like 10 years old. And so it was like Jason Kidd flew on, on a commercial flight. They didn't have even Jason Kidd going back to the to the what 94, 95 season. They all did not have chartered flights. So it, it's like, I don't know. I think he that's not a rant. I think he's 100% true. I think to disrespect those players is not cool. Now, is there some accuracy? Yeah, when you watch Bob Cousy dribble a basketball, yeah, that's a that's a different monster. I get it. He's not dribbling like Kyrie, but there is something about continuing to elevate and move the game forward. That's all I'm going to say. Where where they were great was that they were innovators for their time. Him talking about the dollar $8 back then is $800 now. Like, you can literally, right? So, like, let's just be real. You, him going to get a sandwich is a little different than us going to get a sandwich now. So, like, the $8 for per diem was appropriate for the 50s. And 60s, NBA players right? get, like, $130 now. <laughs> a day. It's, $120 a day. That is appropriate. My thing is this. Is appropriate. <laughs> Have you, wait, wait, have you had breakfast at the Four Seasons? Allie, you've done yeah. it. What is the breakfast Allie. at the Four Seasons? Bacon, egg, egg. Oh, don't do that. Bacon, eggs, some toast and orange juice and coffee. This shit will be $45. Uh, okay, okay, Easy. but I've also traveled with y'all and you don't eat that every morning. Not to mention you were served free buffets every single breakfast and lunch by the team that you do not have to spend your per diem on. Facts. This is also true. I also went six seasons earning $56. While y'all got your little cash checks, I was not 
in all of that. So I managed to live on $56, which was fine. So $138. Alan, you, you had mad to go boxes. You had mad to go boxes. I don't know where Channing's going with this. I, I thought we were Hear me, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm bringing it back. $8, you're right. When sodas were a quarter and, and sandwiches were 75 cents, I'm just. I'm, I'm making right. that. You can but live like, on yeah. that. But the other points, he has absolutely correct, right? But my thing is this. Regardless of what he would have had, the way the game was back then, the competition is stiffer now because it is a global game. The competition to make it to the league is harder now than what it was back then. Because now you don't need to just – you just can't be fast or quick or strong like in make the NBA, you have to have elite level skills because we are getting players from Argentina, Brazil, 70 countries around the world where back then it was like, it was a majority American sport. I think the elite players from any generation, if you take them in our generations, the elite players, the top 20, top 30, right? The all-star team, you can put them in our generation. I think they will be fine. I think the cream of the crop will always make its way with the opportunities that they have. So comparing doesn't even make sense. But for me, I feel like a lot of the league would have fell off because the competition is harder now. So not calling them plumbers, but I think big bruising guys that just want to foul or block shots would have either don't have skills. They're useless in today's game. You just can't be a shot blocker in today's game and play basketball. Okay, what about when the league was only eight teams? Was it hard to make a team then? Was it what, how good did you have to be when you were only trying to make a certain roster? When you didn't have five, I don't think the league's popularity. Like I know I don't think year. the league's popularity. But I don't but think no, people were like, no. "Oh, I can make the league." Remember, there was the ABA too. There was the CBA, the NBA, and the ABA. So there no, was the ABA came later. If we're talking, we're yes, but yeah. Allie, to your point. How many teams are in the WNBA before I get it wrong? 12. 12. So 12, and they talk about expansion because they're like, the league is, yeah. the, the talent is there. You have players that are top five picks that don't get to make a team because they didn't make, they're not one of the top 12 in the rosters. And, 12 and they teams, don't, 12 players what, on each roster. That is statistically much harder to play. Statistically, it's much harder to play there than it is in the NBA. Let's put it in perspective. Correct. And I'm not and, saying and it's, it's not international, in today's it's game. game. So that's in no, today's not, game. Okay, but in again, the 60s and 70s, it wasn't a global game. It wasn't you were was still it was like but that. it was still very technical. It was technically harder to make it because there were less teams. That's the only thing I'm saying. So you, when you say the top 20, 30, really it was like the top 70 players in the in the world were there ideally in those early years and it was like every year think about the lakers lost so many game sevens to the celtics all right they lost so many game sevens and it was just like they had their number but ultimately it was like every year you were going against the same squad the same team yeah. and it was just like you had to battle it out they didn't have four rounds of postseason they didn't have any of this stuff so I get what you're saying, Channing. I 100% agree, but also understand I this eight, I agree this eight dollars, Channing, was breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The eight dollars yeah, was, was breakfast, dollars. lunch, and dinner. That was also your beer if you needed one post game because they didn't have all the drugs. They didn't have the <laughs> they could get a sarsaparilla. Yeah, they 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 got enough for you know they you were know what that is? like they didn't have I mean, a lot, and and I I think there's beauty in that. I think there's oh, beauty in what that. they did.
But I like his swag. I like I like uh, I like his swag. I, I like that he's like so many players that they had what we have absolutely. But also, a lot of players social media would tow that ass up too. Now, well, <laughs> we okay, we're going. We're not going that. into that. I know, but well, you know, listen, look, someone be out here. Look, Twitter tomato tomato in trouble. <laughs> Um, some do calling all road trippers. We all know the problem with fads. They come and go. So when it comes to weight management plans, you need a long-term solution and that's Noom. For some people eating is an emotional experience. So when it comes to managing your weight, it makes sense that Noom has taken a psychology based approach. This helps you to build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain using both science and personalization. Noom helps you manage your weight for the long term. The best part is you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Based on a sample of almost 5,000 Noomers, 98% said Noom helped to change their habits and behaviors for good. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The bottom line is road trippers, Noom's changing how the world thinks about weight loss. So sign up for your free trial today at Noom.com. Again, head to Noom.com and sign up for your free trial today. Hey, road trippers, Channing and I love our dogs and want them to have the best food and nutrition available. So that's why we feed our pups food from the farmer's dog. Whether you have a young puppy or a senior who's seen multiple decades, any dog person like me knows the most valuable thing in the world is spending time with your pet. The farmer's dog helps keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The Farmer's Dog it makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. It's the best option for dogs at all stages of life because it's not kibble, it's not canned goo, it's real food. The Farmer's Dog isn't just higher quality food. They also send the food pre-proportioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old, it's always the right time to begin investing in their health helping you both live more healthy, happy, and full years together. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at farmersdog.com slash roadtrippin. Plus, you'll get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash roadtrippin to get 50% off your first box of food. That's thefarmersdog.com slash roadtrippin. Hungry road trippers, now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. For our first meal kits, Richard Channing and myself all selected Factor's Calorie Smart portion meals that average about 550 calories per serving. We're all as busy as ever, and it's nice to know we can prepare a delicious and nutritious ready-to-eat meal in less than two minutes. Plus, I needed an extra boost to support my wellness goal this summer, so I opted to try their Protein Plus meals. This added 30 grams of protein or more per serving, and the meals, they're delicious. So what are you waiting for, road trippers? Head to factormeals.com slash roadtrippin50 and use our code roadtrippin50 to get 50% off. That's code roadtrippin50 at factor.com slash roadtrippin50 to get 50% off today. All right, let's dive into truth or trash. We'll just start with the WNBA. I do have one because we are coming off. Obviously, she's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then you guys just brought up that conversation. Becky Hammond will have an NBA coaching job this time next year. Truth or no. trash? Trash. Trash. I don't think in one year. I think, obviously, she's proven she's won a summer league. She's won a WNBA championship. She's got a loaded roster again. I I, I think she is going to be an, an, she was, an NBA coach. I just don't know if it's next year. Truth, no, she will same. be an NBA coach. Trash is next season. 
Okay. She, I think she dominates the WNBA until it's like, get this woman out of here. That's what, <laughs> Which is like, cl- it's close. It's, it's close. close. It's close. It, I think like that's what they're going to want, right? They're going to say, you are so fucking good at your job. Please go away and give somebody else a chance. But the league gets so much credit. The WNBA gets so much credit. Like, that's Aces team is dirty to watch. And I'm sorry, my girl Candace and her damn mm-hmm. foot. Right? That was a bummer. But, like, think mm-hmm. about it. if she was playing, it'd be even crazier. Yeah. It, it, Wait, it, why it do you have wild. a Ball Fam shirt on, Richard? Yo, my guy, Michi. Guys, shout out. <laughs> shout out, Ball Fam. Wait, that's the dude with the little oh, pus on the was, side, yeah. right? Remember, he's yeah. been ball since high school. He's been ball since, like, high school. Yes, um, he dude. He me, sent me a shirt. You guys know that I've been moving and traveling a lot. So I just found the shirt and I was like, you know what? Let me show my guy Meech a little love. Rock the bald fam shirt. You know, so I appreciate the shirt. I appreciate the shirt. Sorry it took me so long to to get it. I've been uh, in transition uh, in a three-year remodel. Oh, okay. well, Channing. Sorry, oh my God. We will transition to the next topic. Uh, Ime Odoko will have the Rockets contending for a playoff spot. Truth or trash? Truth. Trash. Truth. Trash. <laughs> what? Kidding. A playoff spot. Well, better this stop is it. Thing again, again. Who are they better than, Richard? Again. Who are Channing. they better than? Channing, understand this statement. Get your face squared up, and I'll tell you. They literally have to be a top 10 team. And I think that they will be with, with Ime and with, with Fred, with Brooks, with the young talent. If they are healthy, I think they can make the 10th seed. And if you're in the play-in, you are contending for a playoff spot. That's it. We can get technical. You can play, oh, blah, 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 blah. They spent the money. Oh, you're right. You're right. They spent, yeah, they spent the money. On those guys, one, because they have to, and two, right? Because they're like, they could have just like spent out a little bit of money and then like, we're going to tank and try and get another top pick this year again. Um, I like the Thompson twin. Uh, I, I I think that they have enough to be the Timsey. Now they could go Portland and be middle, like kind of like middle low pack and just say, we're going to trash it. But if you tell me with 20 games left, do I feel like they would have a chance at the Tim spot? Yes, and if they don't, they have grossly underachieved. If they are not at least the 10 seed with Ime, who is considered one of the best coaches, one of the best coaches, then I think that they have somewhat. 10th is not that high. 10th would have been gone five years ago. Richard, I'm going to name 10 teams that are already better than them starting the season. Please, please do. Please. Let's start from the top. So Portland, trash. Okay, so they're not better than Portland. You said top. How Golden you State, Portland? Okay, sorry. Golden State is better. Sacramento is better. Lakers better. Clippers better. Suns better. Utah is better. Uh, let's go San Antonio. Uh, 50-50 on San Antonio. Oklahoma City is better, right? Minnesota is better. Memphis is better. New Orleans is better. Who am Denver. I missing? Denver. Denver is better. Sorry. Denver is better. That's I named everyone teams. except for I named everyone except for the two teams that are literally trying to tank. I'm gonna give is you Portland and I'm gonna listen Saturday to me. Antonio. I'm gonna give you a couple of teams and we'll say where we thought they were going to f- finish and where they ended up. Right. Where did we think Oklahoma City was going to finish? 
bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. They didn't even have their number two pick. They didn't even have Chet Holmgren. We thought they were going to finish bottom of the barrel, and they no, lost no, the number two pick. Let Eleven or twelve. Let me finish. That we thought that they were going to finish bottom of the barrel. They didn't. They were competitive all year long. Um, where did we think Sacramento was going to finish? About they hadn't six. made the play. No, they hadn't made the playoff in 16 years. JJ said that Sacramento should be malpractice. I'm not JJ. I'm Channing. You're no, talking I'm to JJ. Saying, I'm, just, I'm talking shit about JJ's terrible pick. He knows it. So my point is this. My point is this. There are going to be teams that we have low expectations for that actually play well. There are teams that we have high expectations for that are probably going to play a lot worse than we thought. I think Houston, we have low expectations for, but I think they're going to play well. They've got a point guard. They got all of their picks. Everyone currently right now, Sengun, all the, everyone's healthy. Everyone's healthy. So all I'm saying is that when you've got wings, you got a point, you got a number one defender, you got a power forward stretch in Jabari Smith Jr., and you got a big, right? And you got a big. All I'm saying is right there. Who's your number one defender? I think Dylan Brooks is the number one defender. Dylan Brooks was well. He's been all defensive. Listen, we can say about the antics. He's been all defensive team multiple. I'm not worried about the antics, and I like Dylan Brooks. He is your second. His role is your second or third best defender at best. He's playing with the defensive player of the year, so he can't be your number one defensive player. I'm not. But no, 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 no. I'm not saying when I say number one defender, I mean who do we put? Tiny team, Richard. Hear me out. It's a tiny team. When I say number one defender, who is going to get the primary defense? If you told me, if you told me Green was going to have to be and Thompson were going to have to be guarding the best players, you give me Dylan Brooks. You give me this. And I'll say, look, you got a guy that's like, well, tonight you got LeBron. Tonight you got Shea. Tonight you got Kyrie. Tonight you got Luca. You well, got a guy on that, that island. Feel... No, but here. Oh. Okay. Guys, okay. guys. Oh, the best myself. thing about this. He's not, best thing about, about he's, not, he's not talking basketball right now. Is that is an opinion question. And we'll decide who really was right in nine months. Okay. The NBA season is right around the corner. We'll figure Please, it out. Clip it. Clip um, that shit, Jeremiah. We will. We will. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's go to Quinn Snyder. We'll get Trey Young and the Hawks past the first round. Truth or trash? It, Guys. it depends on their matchup. It depends on their yeah. matchup. It depends on I their like matchup. I like the idea of the team. I'm going to say trash. And I think they're a good team. I like the idea of the Hawks. They're missing shooting to me. They're missing shooting to me. They don't have enough shooters, and they're, they're not a top 10 elite defend, defensive team. When they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, they were playing their ass off on defense. And then it just Let lost me say, to a better team. Do we? Do we? Okay. This is what I'm going to say. Trey thrives as the underdog. Trey thrives. He thrives as a hated. He thrives as an underdog. That's why they've been in the play-in twice. They've been in the play-in twice and made it out twice, correct? Did they make it out of the plan this year? Yeah. Remember they it was beat so the long heat. ago. Were they the seventh? Were they yeah, they were the seventh seed, right? Yeah. This past okay, year, so this, yes. Okay, so this is what this is what until Trey learns how to, and I say this respectfully, until he becomes and their teams become a dominant force in the regular season. But I think that these guys have like made stretches for 20, 30 games, playing well in the play in and getting out and being outstanding. Right. Like even a couple of years ago where they, you know, they beat the Knicks and they, you know, did all the things that they do. You got to go from being the the hunted to the hunters. And they haven't made that transition yet to the hunters. 
right? Like that's what, that's the same. You can like, same with, same with, uh, let's say a Sacramento. They had a great year. They were the hunters all year long. They got a tough go against Golden State and Steph hits them with a 50 ball, but they were down, they were up 3-2 against the defending champs. Until the next year, they're going to be the hunted. They're not going to be hunting people. They're going to be the hunted. And so there's a diff, different mindset, different transition. I don't think the, I think the Atlanta Hawks make it. If they make it out of the first round, that depends on the work they do in the regular season. But they can't keep going play in and be like, we're going to take down the number two seed. We're going to take down number three. Yeah, nah, true. Can't, that's not sustainable. Five, four, I give them out of the first round. Yeah. Six, three. But three five, four, six, three, ten means they had a very good, consistent regular season. Right? right correct. If they're going to make it to correct. Yeah, if they're going to make it to the six, if they're going to make it to the five, think about think about the Knicks and and Cleveland. Cleveland, they were four yeah. and five, and those and those teams had very good regular season. For like from the most part, they were a solid team. Uh, Knicks maybe from the first year, but they were a solid team all year, and then they got to the postseason. You can't do that as the sixth seed, as the seventh seed. I'm saying you can't do that. It's like the seventh seed, as the eighth seed, battling in the post play in, and then we're gonna get some horse. Don't let Lakers hey, dead. Don't listen. Don't let LeBron and Miami fool you. Don't let the Lakers with all of that. Don't let and, and don't let don't let don't with let the Miami Heat Jimmy Butler. What they fool just you. assembled two week or two weeks, a month and a half prior. Don't let that fool you. No. Oh no 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 no. We're, but again, you're talking about teams that have been there, done that, been there, done that, been there, done that. True. Um, okay. After not making the playoffs, last one for 16 years, the Kings will go back to the playoffs for a second straight season. Oh, truth. True. True. Super true. Where Super do you have true. the Kings? Fourth. What's what is a successful? Getting past the first round. If you're top four to me, I'm whatever, right? Because injuries happen. Development happens. You have to develop certain other guys. Um, I think Keegan Murray has a breakout year. I think De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis are consistent. I think De'Aaron Fox is an all-star this year. Um, I think for me, you look at the, they're a young, young-ish team. And I think mm-hmm. that maturity and I think that pressure, I think they're top four. I think the Pelicans are three. I think the Denver is. I think Denver stays one, and uh, I think the Suns are two. Lakers five, and I'm missing somebody. Golden State, maybe six. You think Denver Sacramento. stays one? Yeah, I think Denver stays one. You can't. What are you going to do? You, are you, who are you guarding? <laughs> who are you guarding? One or two? Do you agree with that? Sacramento is a top five seed. Yeah, because so I'm not going to expect but the same drop off. Do you agree with Denver staying one? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Denver stays one, but I just well, you were asking if that well, that's where you know he took over the Sacramento asset. I think for Sacramento, then I think if you look at it, I think I, Memphis. I still am high on Memphis, especially Memphis, finishing the season six, strong. Seven, eight. Espe- especially six, finishing seven, the season strong. I think the Lakers are going to be better than they started off. I think. Um, I think Golden State's going to be better than they started off. So there's a lot of teams that just being better now. No, but but Golden State again. We know Golden State had internal problems. We know the Lakers had like other issues. So I just think that like let's say they both win seven or eight more games than they won last the year before. Right. Right. Like that's all I'm saying. I'm like like Dallas the way they kind of shut it down. Um, There are other teams out there that I think are going to be more. Forgot about Dallas. It's better than Houston. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's going to be more teams that are going to be more competitive. That's going to make it a little bit tougher in the conference. But I think at worst, they're uh, a fifth seed. I think at best, they're they're a three seed. Where do you have the Pelicans? Uh, I can't make a bet on Pelicans. I, I can't bet on someone that I know is going to be healthy. And that's that's just that's just the truth. The Lakers still have the Lakers still have LeBron James if AD's not healthy. If AD's if LeBron's misses time, they still have Anthony Davis. When they're both out, there's a problem. Right now, the Pelicans have one guy that they're hinging every single thing on. And he is less healthy. He is less healthy than any player that we have said, unfortunately, even though we wish him the best. Truth or trash, Channing and Richard both love debating against one another. <laughs> True. We're getting trash. better at it. We're getting better at it. We're you call better today better? You call that better? Well, he was trolling. I was talking shit. Then I was trolling and he was I just talking don't, shit. So Houston's just not a good team. They're too small. They're too young. And he's <laughs> rebuilding a whole culture. I could talk about this all day. I think they have good pieces. They don't have the right, the right pieces to be top 11 or 12. They're going to be bottom of the barrel this year. Okay, okay. That's how much you make can coach. That's fair. I'm Team Houston this year. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm Team Houston. You want to ride on that see. train? Listen. Well, I'm Team Houston until I see otherwise. I'm Team Houston until I see otherwise. If they start off 0-10, I'll come up here and be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I didn't lose a game. My, my <laughs> opinion of them was too high. This train has returned to the station. <laughs> Just another yes. thing.